Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Record, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. So Trey Biddy's with us tonight. Trey, uh, Rick Schaefer, Randy's out tonight. And Trey, we'll just tell you up front, you may be overshadowed during your half hour here because Tommy Smith is with us tonight. Yeah, and, apparently, uh, oh. apparently Ned Permian was busy. <laughs> this is, this oh, is, you're great, Tommy. Yeah, this is Tommy. Trey, so. how are you, buddy? I'm doing. I'm doing really well, Tommy. Thank a, you for asking. I, I, I am a longtime fan. Uh, I listened to you when you were probably golly. I don't know how old you were, but you had developed so well. You're polished. You're knowledgeable, and you're courteous. And I'm through. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. I was about to tell you, I can remember listening to you all the way back when I was in seventh grade. Not oh to gosh. not to age you at all, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's great to be on with you. Well, it's great well, to be on with you guys, too. Let's talk a little baseball, a little NBA, whatever you want to talk about. Well, we'll do that uh, with Trey, and, and I might ask you, Trey, right before we go to the lines, because people are, mm-hmm. you know, as you can expect, they're calling and they want to talk to Tommy today. And yeah. so uh, do you have any breaking news or anything that you want to talk about before we take phone calls? Well, I don't know breaking news, but there's a, a big visit weekend this uh, this weekend. Danny has an article on the front page just about some of the kids that are coming in. As we know, that June is a big month for visitors now since the rules have changed. And um, Luke Haas will be here, uh, who's the committed tight end, number one ranked tight end prospect in the country, number one or two, I guess, depending on who you're looking at. Uh, but there's a lot of other nice players uh, in, in town this weekend. I went to Eric Musselman's press conference today. We're obviously a little shorthanded with uh, with people in Omaha and stuff. Mm-hmm. So went to uh, Musselman's presser today. What it was actually a pretty decent turnout from you know what you would think, but uh, because everybody's in Omaha. But uh, you know he he was just talking about Anthony Black, for example, who has gone through one practice and just his leadership and his knowledge. Like he how he was just kind of blown away how he's asking about. You know, who's the third option on this on this play when he's still got guys that have been through nine practices with him already who are still trying to figure out who's the second option, and he's just now joining them. So uh, he just, I just thought it was really cool, some of the stuff he was saying about how much people are going to really love playing with Nick Smith and how that's an underestimated attribute, how uh, you might love playing with a certain player. And uh, just talked about how difficult this team is. It's apparent that this team is going to be really difficult to score on just because their length, their shot-blocking ability and stuff. And kind of got your juices flowing for basketball. Obviously, found out today about the uh, the schedule for Italy yeah. and Spain. It'll be 11 yeah. days. What a great opportunity <laughs> for them. I was going to play Baylor, too. Going to play Baylor in the SEC Big 12 Challenge in January, but this this deal's in August, so they get to not only get a jump start with all these young, new faces and stuff, should help their progress, uh, but it's also 10 practices that they get. They get 10 practices before they leave uh, for Europe, (laughs) so that's going to be a big benefit too, and especially when we're talking about this team and the chances, what we all think, to maybe win a national championship and and now to get a jump start on it that's pretty cool now that's good because muscleman yeah. gets his team to peak late yeah and they it, did it, certainly last year yeah it's interesting we had kevin hoop scoop mcpherson on yesterday or the day before and he was talking about 
the defense before uh, Musselman even addressed it. And I'm thinking when you're playing pickup games or even working out this time of year, it's all about – it used to be all about scoring, you know, because you bring in all these guys that average 20 points a game in high school and they're all shooting and all that kind of stuff. And don't you find it highly unusual that they're talking about defense in June? Yeah, but I just think naturally they're just going to be so good because they're so t- – I mean, you talk about Anthony Black who's probably going to be your yeah. point guard and he's 6'7". Wow. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, wow. they've got a big, long – rangy team i mean they're jalen grant i mean jordan walsh and that's a big topic too is getting the freshmen up to speed where they can guard a five you know for the, so they can switch uh through all positions that's that's been a big emphasis for them as well and um you know i, I thought it was interesting talking to ricky council today and just how things have been so different from wichita state to arkansas like just the weight room work they didn't really even do that at Wichita State, really, uh, but so many things that he says he's not used to that, that that is going on at Arkansas that just wasn't going on there. Huh. How about that? Okay, well, let's see if Emmett from Malvern hung with us. Emmett, you still there? Yes, sir. Well, thank you for holding on. You go right ahead. You can talk to Trey. You can talk to Tommy. You can ask whatever you wish. Well, I'm going to talk to the most important one. That's Thomas Smith. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> no doubt about that. We all take second place. We get that. I'm known as the guy from yesterday. <laughs> well, buddy, I, I just I just want to tell you it's good to hear your voice. And, and you was talking about a couple trips you was wanting to make. And I would say Niagara Falls put it at the top. All right. We've been up there half a, we've been up there half a dozen times in the last several years. And it's, it's breathtaking. Awesome. Uh, you just can't describe it. Well, and, uh, uh, <coughs> anyway, the Canadian, the Canadian side is the best side to go on. That's what so I've heard. heard. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, if you ever get a chance to go to Montana and Yellowstone, it, uh, it leaves you. <clears throat> I'll put it this way. I told my wife, I don't know how anybody can look at that and tell me there's not a God. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, yeah. It, yeah. The, the beauty and uh, I don't want to get off on that again, but it's just so gorgeous out there and unbelievable. And I have, uh, you guys know, I traveled to Arkansas so much. I went here, there, everywhere, wherever. and Arkansas is beautiful. But uh, you're talking next level when you get out there. So if you ever get a chance to go, because I'm going to Niagara Falls. We, 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 about a few, well, several years ago, we was at Yellowstone, and we've been to the Grand Canyon, and. Lord, we've been all over. He's Good for you. Alaska for a little while. <laughs> Good for you. That's right. It's a blessing to be able but to anyway, do that. Anyway, I want to encourage you to go to the Niagara Falls. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful. We're locked in. And, and, and hey, uh, it's so far uh, up there. You, surely you can do Niagara Falls and Maine in the same trip, can't you? If you're sure, driving. sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. Take yeah. Uh, eight, nine, ten days. That's the thing about the beauty of this. You, you want to drive two, two hours? Fine. Want to drive eight hours? Fine. That is the beauty of not being on any schedule. <laughs> and I am very yeah. good at that. All right, buddy. Well, good luck to you, and it's good hearing you, and have fun. All right. Well, thank All you right, a lot, man. Happy Father's yeah. Day. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Woody in Gum Springs. Hi, Woody. Thanks for calling. You bet. Thank you for taking my call. And my first question will be for Trey. Trey, I thought I heard something on the uh, radio earlier about a, a football signing 
that we got committed today. Is that right, or maybe a couple days ago? Not today. Who's no. the, who's the most recent commit, Trey? The most recent commit. Hmm. Someone. I was thinking maybe he's out of Georgia or out of state, but you know it was. But it, you know, honestly, it, the people that like Middle Tennessee was looking at him and. Not really the big teams, but you know, knowing oh, is it Sam Pittman? He'll he'll take him, you know, and make him a Augustav, Isaiah, the running back, I Florida. That, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay, so Isaiah Gustav is six two, two hundred pounds, and. You might say he was a little overlooked until the camp season started, at least from the recruiting analyst. So he's the highest-ranked three-star running back in the country. He's number 18th-ranked running back in the country on 24-7 sports. Um, the, the guy that's number 17 is a four-star. I think before everything's said and done, just based on the trend, I think that he'll end up being a four-star. Uh, but he did have a nice offer list. He took three or four visits to Florida State, had an offer from Florida State, uh, so I think a lot of people thought maybe that's where he would end up. Obviously, Arkansas offered Indiana, uh, Maryland, Minnesota, Missouri, Tennessee, some of the others that have offered. So he had a pretty nice offer list. Uh, it's just his ranking wasn't probably where it should have been until uh, after the camps. There's a, there's a whole lot of camps, obviously, that go on um, in May, and he really stood out now, there. He, and the thing uh, I always say about him, he's a he's a verified 4-5-1 in the 40-yard dash and the thing I always say, six two two hundred. So, if it doesn't work out for him at running back, there's a lot you can do with six two two hundred oh, and a four five. Yeah. A right. DB. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, my next question, Tommy, I've always wanted to know. On your morning show, your your opening was at least twenty minutes long. Was that because you were always like? <laughs> no, I started that a long time ago, and it was just Faith Hill and uh, John Wayne with the Pledge of Allegiance and her singing the national anthem. And one day, I kicked in that Elvis song, and it just kind of stuck. Uh, but <laughs> did I use it because I was late a couple of times? I, I'll lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> now and then the next thing and i'll get off here i think i heard and maybe they changed their mind but basil and rogers about to jump out of a plane uh really they asked you to go with them <laughs> they know me well tomorrow in Bryant. have you not heard that no uh, they, they know me well enough not to call me to do that <laughs> uh, good to hear you, Tommy and Rick. Thank you for taking my call. All right, okay, thank you. Thanks for calling. I'm I with you there, Tommy. I'm I, a little too more, too much risk averse to uh, jump out of a plane. I've lived a uh, long. A lot of people say, "Well, if I had a year to live, I'd jump out of a plane." Not me. I, I'm, I'm sorry. You might only have a day if you do that. Yeah, exactly, Rick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting. We were talking earlier, Trey, about uh, both of us have seen Top Gun Maverick, and we of course remember the first mm-hmm. movie. When I watch movies like that, I think, who could do that? Who actually, can you imagine no, not, only, no, not no. only flying at that speed, flying at that speed would be terrifying enough, but then having somebody shooting at you while you're doing it. And going and, through and those. You're to, and you're trying to lock in on them. I, I and they're going through those, those narrow ca- uh, gaps in those oh, mountains. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, come on. Yeah. Unbelievable. I, 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 you got to salute those guys. Absolutely. He really is the best of the best, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is is he right. the GOAT? 
Yeah. Have you Tom seen Cruise. it, Trey? Have you seen that movie? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Oh, yeah, went saw it. What'd you think? People really have, yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was great. I, I, Jim Rome. It's this has been like nine years ago, but if you ever go to YouTube and Google um, or go to YouTube and search Jim Rome's take on the Top Gun sequel. It's when they were talking about it forever ago. It is hilarious when he he's breaking down, um, you know how that they how they could do it and and you know just the the faults it would probably have. I thought they did it just a, a remarkable oh, job. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what's interesting is uh, I went back and watched the first one a couple of days ago. The music's all the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. the same music, and yep. uh, which I think is very effective. Now, if you're watching it on your TV, that opening music. Um, you know, in the danger zone, is not nearly as loud as it is no. in the theater. No, no, <laughs> it's pretty loud in the theater. And you, you guys know that plane that he's working on in his garage when it opens up. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. And yeah. at the end, it's, that's his plane. Is that right? Yeah, that's his wow. plane. Yeah, I've heard he flies. He oh yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, son of a gun. Okay, well we got a call for Trey here. It's uh, Stanley Mavaka. Stanley, thanks for calling. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to have to pass up on Tommy, but uh, it's been a great show. Thank I you. wondered if there's any update on uh, Carter and Wagner. Is his back still doing all right? Seems like Wagner's going to be fine. I think they were more precautionary, didn't want didn't to do anything that you know wasn't necessary um, for him, and yeah. he's obviously – a six-year senior, so he he knows the ins and outs of it. Been a starter for a long time, so sounds like he's going to be good. Carter would probably be the only guy that you would say you don't expect to be right close to 100% by the time fall camp starts. Sounds like it's going to be if he even can come back middle of the year. And they haven't yeah, specified but, on the injury, but it's a knee. Yeah. Sounds like they're talking about you know. Several several months, so I mean, you can probably right. deduce what what the issue is. Well, that it's unfortunate that happened in a non-contact, not non-contact, but non-tackle situation on the last, not the last day of spring, but the last few practices. Yes, sir. Uh, well, I appreciate the answer. You just answered both my questions. And I appreciate it. Okay. God Thank bless, you and y'all have a good day. Happy Father's Thank Day. You. Thank hey, you. Trey, I asked Rick uh, and the guys earlier. What is a more desirable job right now, USC or Oklahoma? Hmm. I got to think coaching in the SEC. That's what I said. I, I well, mean, Lincoln Riley didn't seem to think so. But, I, I, I think uh, I, I think he could win quicker out west. I think so, too. No question. There's no question that there is an opportunity for a program like USC with its history and resources um, and the schedule that they play to win early. But then I think you run into the question, do you, are you able to fully respect it the way you, you, know, you would yeah. in the SEC with the schedule that, that everybody faces here? Um, I don't know. I think, I think probably Oklahoma. But If you're at USC, Trey, who do you fear other than the money that Oregon has? Yeah. Who, who do you fear? Yeah. If you're Oklahoma it's going the only thing the that SEC, popped in my head. Yeah, if you're going to Oklahoma, going to the SEC, hey, you don't get to play Kansas anymore. Me, grander. Yeah, you don't get to. And, and I know people can say, well, there are teams that aren't as good in the SEC. Well, year in and year out, even the ones that aren't good one year might be good the next yeah. because they all have so many so many resources. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you, the team that comes to to my mind is Oregon first, and then you know I think Utah is always a tough out yeah. um, with Whittingham there, and then you know Stanford has their years, but really it's when you down. talk about when you talk about the SEC, and we're talking about which teams has the resources um, to be great and win a national championship. Georgia, Alabama, Florida, uh, Tennessee even has in the in the past. It hasn't been that long since Tennessee was good. Um, you know, Auburn. <laughs> there, there's a there's a long list. LSU. There's well, a long list of teams. If we're talking and go to the Pac-12 and put your list together. Right. I mean, we're well, talking there, about USC. Not three. Right. There's no comparison in facilities. No. I, I thought. I don't know if no. you saw the comments today by Stanford's baseball coach. He said. Dave Van Horn agreed to have a home-and-home home with Stanford. And he said he, he was curious what Van Horn's reaction would be because Stanford came to Arkansas first. And he said, and he's talking about the facility, and he said, we don't have the bells and whistles out here like they do. And he said, but Dave was gracious about coming. Well, it, I, went, I was still working radio went to a regional out there. They didn't even have lights back then. I've been to, with Arkansas's baseball, to regionals at Arizona State, and you're thinking, here's Barry Bonds and all these guys. Their ballpark's pathetic. And so when you think about even the football facilities and everything else in the Pac-12, don't even compare to the SEC, not even close. Well, so, I, th- I, th- I think with probably every sport, I mean, that's yeah. one thing I was thinking with Texas when I was going through their schedule and looking, I was like, where's the tough places Texas has played? And you're like, well, Oklahoma, that's a big schedule. That's a big stadium, but they don't play in Oklahoma. Play they there. have a split crowd for that one. And that's then right. everybody else is 60,000-seat stadium. You know, at, at the exactly max. Right. And when, when you start talking about the basketball facilities in this conference, especially now that some teams have done some upgrades, yeah. uh, the, the football stadiums, the cathedrals in yeah. this conference, the baseball venues, I mean, it's not even, it's not even close. They're better, than people, some, they're better than some of the pros. Yeah, they, right. they absolutely are. Well, um, ask, and ask when you that. talk about other facilities, too, like, there, there are NFL teams that don't have the practice facilities uh, and resources that, that Arkansas has. Right. I mean, that's that's just a fact. The indoor facility, for example, a lot of teams don't ha- even have that. Um, and when people always talk about what's the best conference, what's the best conference this year, and I, to me, first of all, we can talk about wins and losses, you know, especially when you're talking about football, baseball. We can talk about wins and losses, but when you get into money, when you get into fan support, stadiums, facilities, TV contracts, bowl tie-ins, everything. When you talk about all that stuff, it's not its not even close. Yeah, it's not even right. close. That's right. Okay, well, we're close to another caller for uh, one of the two of you. Hog Freaking Wild is on the air. On the air. <laughs> Hello there, Hog. Hog Freaking Wild. Good afternoon, Tommy, okay. Trey, and Rick. Hey. Hey. Howdy there. Good, good to hear you. Good to hear you, Tommy. How good. you been doing? Been doing real, real well. Comfortable. You tearing the cover off a golf ball yet? It has not been the most conducive uh, season for golf th- thus far. Went from winter to being really hot. Yeah. It did. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, really I hot. I agree with you there. We went to that summer jungle heat, didn't we? Yeah. It, and I got a feeling there's more on the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm afraid so, because summer has just started. Yeah, we'll make it. My question for you guys is, uh, I've heard y'all kicking around the uh, Texas and Oklahoma coming to the SEC. Well, here, what was this last week, Texas raised the stink about their little downhorn thing. 
What do y'all think is going to happen when they do come to the SEC? Texas, Texas was, should embrace it. You sh- they I should embrace it down everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. I mean, it's when we see that it bothers you is when we want to do it more. <laughs> I mean, just, right. like any, exactly. just like anything. That's like uh, Nolan said. He used to uh, get booed every time he'd go to a uh, awesome. place to play basketball, and he knew things were bad when they'd cheer for him because he wasn't beating them. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, what? what is the, they're throwing down our little gang sign. What? I mean, who, who cares? That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, it's been done so long, and now they're where the spotlight is going to really be on them, and I just think, uh, I think it's so funny. So funny. After getting... Getting, uh, I can't say the word I'd like to say, but after getting done wrong by the refs all those years, Texas, you got it coming. All right, guys, y'all keep up the good work. Okay. The music's playing. Trey, thanks for being with us today. Hope you enjoyed some time with Trey. Trey, it was an honor to be on with you. I was going to say the same thing. Always good to be on with you, Rick. And then, you know, special bonus today with Tommy Smith. I don't know about that, but thank you very much. Have a great weekend.